A lot of uh, times we read your emails on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Today we're reading your Facebook questions, and I'm all thrown off. Let's get to the questions right now on FFD in 5. I'm Adam Azer with Chris Towers. I am someone who is really lamenting our new system, which does not allow us to restart our intros. But Chris, (laughs) let's read these (laughs) Facebook questions. Uh, from Adam, not me. Where do people stand on taking full running back committees? Uh, I think it's got to be the right value. I don't think you should take, I don't think you should spend up to get a committee just so you can have one running back situation. But if you have a situation like San Francisco where you seem to be able to get Raheem Moster in the seventh round and Trey Sermon in the ninth or tenth, then there's really no risk to it because once you get to that point in the draft, I mean, your expectation in a seventh and ninth round pick should be that there's a pretty high chance they're not going to give you much anyway. So depends on the situation. You shouldn't pay a premium for the right to have a, a whole backfield. But, you know, if it's the right combination of players at the right price, I'm, I'm fine with it. But when you're talking about full-blown committees, sometimes you might end up with just two guys you don't really feel like starting. Like, if you end up with Buffalo you might just have two guys you don't want. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's got to be also a valuable situation. That's why I mentioned San Francisco to start with. Okay, this is from Jeff. 10-team PPR Keeper League. Which duo do you like better? Hopkins and Mike Davis or Nick Chubb and Cortland Sutton? Um, That's a good one. I think I would go with Chubb and Sutton. Um, and it mostly comes down to feeling a little more confident in what the number two guy is going to give. I think Chubb and Hopkins are very similar. Uh, You can go either way on that one. But, you know, Sutton has risk coming back from the ACL. Don't know what the quarterback situation is, but I feel better about getting a full season of very good production from him than I do about Mike Davis. This one comes from Darren. Could Sammy Watkins be the best wide receiver in Baltimore? Yeah, he could be. I mean, it's entirely possible that this is the kind of question where the, the answer doesn't really matter all that much for fa- for for fantasy. I almost said Facebook. It wouldn't <laughs> matter for Facebook either, but definitely not for fantasy. Um, and I will say if Sammy Watkins is the best wide receiver in Baltimore, it probably means that none of them are really worth using in, in fantasy. I would, I would hope that either Marquise Brown has a breakout season or Rashad Bateman really is a rev- revelation as a rookie. Um, I do like Marquise Brown the most out of the three, obviously. You know, what he did down the stretch last season when him and Lamar Jackson finally started connecting on more of those deep balls, that makes me pretty optimistic about what his chances are of turning into the guy that we hoped he would be, which is, you know, a a Deshaun Jackson-esque boomer bus wide receiver three. And finally from Gus, what is your favorite way to pick your home league draft order? Uh, Gosh, I mean... My, my longest running league, we've always just done it random. And that's, it's fair. It's impartial. It's also boring. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think reverse order of last year's standings is really worth doing unless you have some sort of keeper element. You shouldn't penalize teams for being good the previous year. That year has nothing to do with this year. Uh, I like a Kentucky Derby style. Yeah. Where you're, uh, Basically, every team picks a number before the the draft. Is that I'm getting? There's two different ones. There's one where each draft order is randomly assigned a number, and then you pick a number, and that whatever number you get is your draft order. Is that Kentucky Derby style? It's not, right? Oh, I thought you meant where you actually 
pick horses in the Kentucky Derby. Because <laughs> that, because I know a lot of people do that. Okay. And it's and it's, I think it's a really great idea. You can't do that anymore. But if you could find some type of contest like that, sure. I, I mean, it's probably it's probably a little bit too late. I don't know what you're referring to. I'm sorry. So yeah, what 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 I've done in a, in a handful of leagues is you pick, you randomly assign the draft order to. 12 different numbers, 1 through 12 or 12 through 23 or whatever you want to do. And then every person just picks a number. And that number is not their draft order. That number yeah. is which one they are. So I, I think that's probably a more interesting way to do it. But ultimately, it's got to be some form of randomized unless you're you know, keeping last year's results and rolling them over with Keeper or Dynasty. I think you should figure out some way to have a rock, paper, scissors tournament to settle it all. And we need at least 16 teams, though. Do you? For a can't, tournament to work, yeah. Well, you can't do buys? We Why would figure, you get a buy? We can figure it out. If you won the league last year, you get a buy. That seems un, that seems unfair. The top four teams get a buy? All right, fine. Fine. Do whatever Chris said. Uh, thanks for your questions, everybody. Join our Facebook group. It's in the episode description. And we will talk to you uh, tomorrow when Jacob Gibbs joins us to preview Travis Etienne on Fantasy Football Today. Bye.